Hi, welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast, where every mom can find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. You'll hear interviews with all kinds of moms who are learning how to navigate motherhood. Most of all, you'll learn that you have a partner in motherhood, a loving Heavenly Father who wants you to succeed and is always there to help you in your most important work as a mother. And now, here's your host, my mom, Dara Trendler. Welcome to episode 42 of the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast. This is Darla, and I am so glad that you are here today. So to start today's episode, I want you to think if you have ever asked yourself any of these questions. How does God communicate with me? How do I build a closer relationship with God? How do I know when I'm being led by the Spirit? What if I'm doing everything I can and I still don't feel God in my life? I started the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast to help you remember that God is there and that he is your partner in motherhood. I have really loved interviewing guests and hearing their stories and asking them how they have seen God in their life. And I've heard from so many of you about the things that you've learned from the interviews. Starting today, I'm going to be taking a break, a short break I'm from the interview style format that I've been doing previously on the podcast. So this episode 42 is the first in a five-week series where I will be talking about a different way that you can come to know better for you how God speaks to you and how you can be more spiritually minded. So each episode in this five-week series starting today is going to have a printable to go along with the topic. So what you can do is download the printable by going to the show notes for this episode on spirituallymindedmom.com. Or you can go to my profile on Instagram at Spiritually Minded Mom and find a link to download the printables. So the printables are going to have two elements to them. One is going to be to ponder and one is going to be to act. So the first section is an opportunity for you to ponder about how you have seen and felt God and how he speaks to you. And then the act section is going to give you an opportunity to just what, like it says, act on what you feel. So I want to give you a little bit of background about why I'm doing this. The idea for this five-week series started almost a year ago with a talk that was given by President Russell M. Nelson when he was brand new called as the prophet in that April of 2018. He gave a, a talk in conference that was called Revelation for the Church, Revelation for Our Lives. And there was one phrase or one sentence that he gave in that talk that really stuck out to me. And this is what he said, in the coming days, it will not be possible to survive spiritually without the guiding, directing, comforting, and constant influence of the Holy Ghost. Those words, when I heard President Nelson say that, when I went back and read the talk, those are the words that stuck out to me because I want to survive. Like I want to survive spiritually. And He's telling us in that quote that we have to have the influence of the Holy Ghost with us all the time, constantly guiding us. That led me to ponder and think about how I could do that in my life. The answers I was seeking came in one paragraph in that very same talk. So the same talk, Revelation for the Church, Revelation for Our Lives, there was another paragraph where President Nelson said this, Pray in the name of Jesus Christ about your concerns, your fears, your weaknesses. Yes, the very longings of your heart, and then listen. Write the thoughts that come to your mind, record your feelings, and follow through with actions that you are prompted to take. As you repeat this process day after day, month after month, year after year, you will grow into the principle of revelation 
Does God really want to speak to you? Yes. So each of the five topics that I'll be discussing on the podcast and that you can find in the printables are found in this one quote from the prophet. So today I will be talking about the, the first topic, which is to seek a relationship with God. And the additional topics that we'll be t- covering in the coming weeks are build spiritual reserves, use God as a guide, act on promptings felt from God, and record thoughts from God. Now, I really want to emphasize something here. Even though this series is based on the answers I received in trying to figure out how I could feel God and have the Holy Ghost to be with me and have personal revelation in my life, this is not a one-size-fits-all approach. You're not going to find a checklist that if you do all these things, then you're going to have a relationship with God or that you're going to feel the Holy Ghost in your life. That's not what this is about. This is a chance for you to explore how God speaks to you, how you feel Him, how you how you should act on those feelings and those promptings that you receive. And it's going to look different for each individual who seeks a deeper relationship with God. And I think that is so beautiful. That is what I love about this gospel is that we can all come to know him in our own way. So now that you know what the five-week series is about, let's dive into the first topic. So today's topic is to seek a relationship with God. Now, remember I mentioned that each of the five ways came to me from a quote from that talk about personal revelation that President Nelson gave. So here is the part of that quote that today's episode is based on. President Nelson said, Pray in the name of Jesus Christ about your concerns, your fears, your weaknesses, yes, the very longings of your heart, and then listen. So the topic for today is to seek a relationship with God. And this week's printable will help you to explore how you can know God more fully. So on the printable, you'll be prompted to ponder how you can improve your relationship with God in the following ways. Communication, love, service, time, and listening. So think about your in your own everyday life. If you want to know someone better, what do you do? You probably reach out to them. You sit down and have talk to them. You have a conversation. You find out what they like, how they think. And you probably don't sit down, talk to them, tell them everything that's on your mind, everything about yourself, and then get up and walk away. But I know for me that that is how many times in my life, I have approached communicating with God. I have knelt down to say a prayer and I have just spouted off everything that I wanted to say. Sometimes I've I've expressed gratitude. I've asked him for things. I say what I want to say and then I get up and walk away and I go about my day. And I don't know why I would expect to be able to have a relationship with God when that's what I was doing. Um, It really just does not work. So You may have heard me talk before that my word of the year last year in 2018 was to listen. And the reason that I chose that word is because of an experience I had in the temple shortly after the new year started. So I was at the end of of my time in the temple one day and I I had the opportunity to just sit and ponder and think and pray. And I always love that that time to do that. It's so peaceful. And so I, I had been doing that for quite a few minutes and was praying and felt really good. And I got up and I left the room and started to walk to prepare to go go home and to leave. And as I was walking away, I had this really strong impression and basically felt inside I didn't listen. And I had thought that I was communing with God. I had sat in there and felt good and felt peaceful and had told God everything that I wanted to tell him. And then I just got up 
and left. And I can tell you that with everything I had, I just wanted to run back in there and sit down again and have a do-over and do it again and listen this time. I didn't do that. I went on with my day, but that really stuck with me. And I knew that I needed to learn to listen to God more and to have more uh, better communication with him and, and have it be more two-way. And so that's when I started exploring these things. And that's what I focused on last year. And I learned all really a lot about listening because of that experience that I had in the temple. Another thing that I wanted to talk about today was I loved interviewing Brooke Snow in episode 32. And I know a lot of you love that episode too. I've gotten so much good feedback on the things that Brooke shared. Um, she shared some amazing thoughts about how she has sought a relationship with God by reimagining prayer. And she uses meditation and visualization. Next, I want to share just a little bit of a clip from that interview, just a couple of minutes so you can hear what she shared. So here is Brooke Snow. So meditation for me, it is prayer, but it is a deeply contemplative, powerful prayer. And several years ago, I read a quote by Soren Kierkegaard. He's a Danish philosopher from the 18th century. And his words on prayer totally changed my life. And I'm paraphrasing, and you would think that if it totally changed my life, I could quote out your word for word. (laughs) (laughs) The gist of the quote is that at first a man thought prayer was talking until he became more and more quiet and learned that prayer is listening. Mm. And for pretty much most of my life, prayer was talking. That was it. And, And, you know, I learned how to at the end of a prayer to be quiet and listen for a feeling like, how did I feel? Do I like, if I asked a question, do I feel peace? Maybe if I was asking a question, a certain word would come to my mind. And I think this is all right and good. And it's definitely a level of personal revelation. And at the same time, as I have learned how to become more and more quiet and to not do all the talking, I have found that I'm giving the Lord more time to talk, (laughs) that he will actually communicate more than just a feeling and more than just a word. Like he can speak in paragraphs. He can speak in like chapters. He does so in the scriptures to the prophets. And, And now today I can say he totally does that to me all the time. Like I have a conversation with him, but it has taken time for me to learn how to actually do that. And I think Part of it is because in the church, like we learn how to pray by the flip chart. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like dear Heavenly Father, we ask thee, we thank thee in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And we need that. Like we need something that is really simple to be able to learn. And there's so much more beyond that primary model of how to pray. And so when I read this quote by Soren Kierkegaard, I'm like, how do I experience this in just listening? So a couple of years ago, I began a practice of meditation and I really started to learn how to be comfortable with just silence and listening instead of just going in and rattling off my list of things that I always prayed for, like even in the exact same order, like I had repeated prayers. And I remember I had been meditating for a while and one day I went to pray at night and I was really tired and there were people in our 
neighborhood that we were praying for, particularly a, a friend of mine, he had pneumonia, he was really ill, he really needed our prayers. And I thought to myself, oh, I just, I wish that I could pray without using words. Like, because I'm so tired, like my brain is so tired right now that just coming up with the words, even though the words might be the same thing I say every night, it just, it felt like too much for me to do. And so I decided to pray in pictures. Like what would happen if I just imagined my friend and I imagined him not in his state of sickness and suffering, but I imagined him in the state of health and recovery and wholeness. I instead imagined what I hoped for him in a healed state rather than a suffering state. Because I think sometimes when we pray for ourselves or others, like we still have that picture in our head of like how things are in the present rather than how things mm. can be in the future. And to me, that's what hope is, is the picture of what we hope comes to pass. And so that's what I did that night is that I prayed for my friend and I just did it all in pictures. I didn't say any words. And it was so powerful, amazingly powerful prayer. And I didn't say a single word. And so I knew that I was onto something for my own like spiritual path. <laughs> like, wow, I've never had pictures in my prayer before, like to use like visualization. And so for a little while, that's just what I focused on was just seeing a prayer rather than saying, and mm -hmm. my goodness, like, Nothing was the same every day. <laughs> like there, I, it was just so different from that repetitive, mindless experience because I was using my mind in a mindful way rather than a mindless way. And so I learned how to pray with pictures. I learned how to see when I pray. And when you see something and you say something, you automatically feel something. So like I experienced more emotion in my prayers, praying that way. And I also began to visualize Jesus Christ with me in the same space as me while I prayed. I absolutely loved hearing Brooke's experiences with communicating with God and learning to visualize him. It, I just think it is so powerful what, what she has learned. In, in that clip, she shared this quote, a man prayed and at first he thought prayer was talking, but he became more and more quiet until in the end, he realized prayer is listening. So Brooke brought up something that I have thought a lot about. And if you're like me, you were probably taught that prayer is a four-step process. So we start off addressing our Father in Heaven, and then we thank Him for things, and then we ask Him for the things that we need, and then we close in the name of Jesus Christ. So does that sound familiar? There's a flip chart that you probably saw when you were growing up. I know I did. And I've used that flip chart to teach other people how to pray when I was a missionary. And it's great. It's the basics and it, it's how we should do it. But it's not, we should have those elements, but we can, we can reimagine that and we can figure out, you know, what is the best way for me to pray so that I can use the things that are unique about me to communicate with God and to deepen relationship with him. So I really love that Brooke shared that. And one of the things that I've been doing in the last year is to write out my prayers. Now, when I say that I write out my prayers, um, I'm not just writing word for word everything that I'm praying about. 
And you could do that. I think that that might be a great thing. But the way that I decided to do it and it has worked so well for me and it's been something that I've been able to be really consistent with is I just have a prayer notebook and it's just a normal notebook. There's nothing fancy about it. And I open up the page to two pages, so two blank pages, and I usually do this on a Sunday night. So as I'm be- as I'm starting my a new week, and on one page I just write at the top the date, so that I'll remember the date, and then I just write things I'm grateful for, and I just think about the previous week and write down everything that happened that I'm grateful for, and I write everything like the little things that happened, the big things, the normal everyday life things, the spiritual things, anything that I can think of to be grateful for, I write it down and I make a big list. And then on the other page that's facing that, I write things I need help with. And this is where I kind of pour out my concerns and the things that the yearnings that I have and the things that I need help with in my life. And it could be anything from I need help with my church calling or how I can help a child that is struggling or help with my job or, you know, just anything. I write down anything that I need help with that week. You know, with these things fresh in my mind, I say a prayer to kind of start my week and and I follow those four elements. You know, I address him. I tell him all the things that I'm grateful for. And I look over that list that I had just written. And then I ask him for what I need help with. And I do close in the name of Jesus Christ. And I keep that little notebook under my bed so that I can pull it out whenever I need it. And I usually pull it out several times a week, right before I pray and I review, okay, these are the things that I'm grateful for. And these are the things that I need help with. And it puts me in a frame of mind to be able to communicate with God and to, and to really have a deeper relationship with him. And it has worked so well. Now, there's one other element to this that I do that has really kind of solidified and help me to really come to know God better. And that is that at the end of the week, so when I sit down to write out the new weeks, things I'm grateful for and things I need help with, I go back to the previous week and I look at all of those things that I wrote down that I need help with. And I just take a pen and I write next to where I wrote, right? So right next to the bullets, I just write how I saw God help me with those things. And It is absolutely amazing when you really sit down and think, how did God help me this week? And sometimes I haven't even recognized it during the week, but when I see, oh, I wrote down that I need help with this child. And then I I can review the week in my mind and think, wow, you know, I had a great conversation with that child this week and we were able to talk about some things that we really needed to talk about. And I realized that Heavenly Father was guiding me and directing me and giving me opportunities to do that. And with so many things. And I can tell you that week after week, I filled this journal and I've gone back and written little notes about how God has helped me. And it has changed me and it has helped me to reimagine prayer and the way that I communicate with God. Now, please know that I am not sharing Brooke's example of using visualization and meditation or my example of writing things out to say, this is how you have to do it. Because that is not the point at all. I really, really want to emphasize that. But I'm sharing to show you that you can build a relationship with God and you can have the four elements that we need to pray, but it doesn't have to look like everybody else. You can make it fit for you. So I really hope that this episode will help you discover for yourself 
and figure out what that looks like. I hope that you will download the printable and take the time to ponder. Now, I mentioned that there's also an act section on the printable, and this week it is super simple. It's just to write down one thing that you will do differently to feel closer to God. And then after you've practiced that one thing, to record in your journal how you felt and what you learned from making a change. Acting is, I think, a very important part of having a relationship with God. And especially with wanting to have personal revelation, we have to do something. And so that's why each week there is a section for acting. And we have a whole week where we're going to talk about that um, coming up in a couple of weeks. Like I said, the printable has two sections to ponder and to act. I just want you to know that you have the ability to deepen your relationship with Heavenly Father. And I, I know that he loves you and I know that he is waiting to be closer to you. You can find the downloadable printable for this episode at spirituallymindedmom.com in the show notes for this episode. It's 42. Or you can find it in my profile on Instagram at spirituallymindedmom. And also, if you know someone who could use this message and who could could ha- need a little bit of support and help in building a better relationship with God, please share this episode with them. Share, Have them go and download the printables. And the other thing that I forgot to mention at the beginning that I just want to say This is just about becoming more spiritually minded. And I took the mom part off of this so that if your husband wants to follow along and use the printables, he'll feel comfortable doing that. Or if you have older children that want to do it, I hope that you will share this with the people in your lives because we all need to survive spiritually. And And our prophet has told us that this is how we can do it, is through personal revelation and through having the Holy Ghost to be with us and knowing God. So thank you for sharing this with with everyone. And I'm so grateful that you would listen today and hope that you will tune in next week to hear about building spiritual reserves. We'll see you then. I know you have a million things to do, and I'm grateful you took the time to listen to today's podcast. I hope the episode helped you to know God is your partner in motherhood. For show notes, head over to spirituallymindedmom.com. For more motherhood inspiration, follow along on Instagram, at spirituallymindedmom. And if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with a friend. I would love it if you would leave a review and rate it on iTunes. This helps more moms to find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. Have an amazing day, and remember, you are doing God's work, and you are doing it wonderfully well.